fellow hooligans, and welcome back to another episode of the Weaving Words Podcast. Surprise, surprise, it's me, by myself, again. Um, mainly just because uh, I'm fighting off a sinus infection for the last week. I didn't want to get anybody else sick if I had, like, you know, anything worse. Luckily, you know, your boy didn't get the Rona again. Um, you know, dying from something else this time. Uh, my throat's still recovering a bit. Um, still a little, you know, clogged up nasally. Uh, but I wanted to wanted to make sure I came out with an episode when I'm supposed to. You know, I really don't want to break the habit again. Um, and uh, there's some cool stuff coming out. So I figured I'd make this a completely weeb uh, episode and just talk about anime for the whole time. Um, but yeah, I got some cool stuff. Uh, you guys know how it goes when it's just me by myself. The episodes are a little bit shorter because I'm not talking with anyone else. They're not asking me questions. And, uh, you know, I tend to talk fast when it's things that I like. So, uh, yeah, without any further ado, you know how I format this show. It's past, present, future narratives. Um, and an anime that I wanted to talk about that I actually really, really liked and I stumbled up across um, just by sheer luck, actually, was um, uh, the Japanese name, I believe, is pronounced Watamoten, which uh, the American translation was, uh, no matter how I look at it, it's you guys' fault I'm not popular. Um, exclamation points everywhere because, uh, this girl's yelling it to you and, uh, yeah, you follow, um, what's her name? I'm really bad with the names actually. Um, you follow, here it is characters. All right. Main, the main character is Tomoko Kuroki and, uh, yeah, this, the, this anime, if you haven't already watched, I definitely recommend giving it a good watch. Um, it's, it's a slice of life comedy, you know, coming of age type thing. Uh, and it's a lot of fun. It's, it's pretty much a, a girl trying to be popular at school. You know, it's her first, uh, year, I think it's either high school or middle school. I forget exactly. I think it's high school though. She's a first year in high school and, uh, she, every episode is her trying something new, um, to be popular and uh, the problem is this girl's very <laughs> she's very nerdy she's very socially awkward um, you know she has she has a lot of social anxiety um, and uh, yeah she just looks kind of beat up all the time because she stays up playing uh, video games or watching you know uh, TV or whatever it is or being online and uh, she has a younger brother I believe Um who is actually more popular than she is because he does sports and all that stuff, has a bunch of friends. Um, Tomoko, she really only has one friend, and it's one of her friends from uh, from middle school, you know, or whatever elementary school, the the, the, the school before, um, you know, where she's at right now. And the funny thing is, like, uh, in, in her mind, you know, when she, t- when she thinks about, like, all these other girls um, uh, in her class or whatever that are more popular, she calls them bitches or sluts or whatever because, you know, in her head, that's what she thinks they are because they're popular you know she's just very jealous right very very spiteful so uh when she's she gets really excited to um see her old uh friend in one of the episodes to reunite a bit because you know she was kind of her sidekick and when she sees her she's like really pretty blooming you know buxom and stuff and she's like what the hell when did you become such a bitch (laughs) you know just very jealous because she's making friends and stuff um and uh yeah it's cool because she kind of keeps her 
they they keep in touch after that episode where she comes in. There's an episode where uh, she thinks she's blossomed, she's bloomed, because uh, <laughs> because uh, all, everyone just keeps looking and staring at her. And you find out the reason that people are staring at her is uh, in the beginning of the episode, she spilled soda all over herself while there's ants crawling on her. So people just keep noticing, like, oh, shit, there's ants on her. So they're just tripping out that she's covered in ants. And she's like, oh, my God, I'm beautiful. I've blossomed. I've I've arrived. Everyone's looking at me. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be extremely popular. And later on, you find out that she, you know, sure she finds out that she just has uh, bugs all over her, um, all these ants. Uh, there's another episode too um, where she uh, she tries to dress up like these these so called you know the the girls she calls bitches and stuff. She she does like the the sloppy dressing, uh, crazy pulled up hair. She does the duck face everywhere, and uh, <laughs> it's funny because she does it at like uh, their generic McDonald's because they can't call it McDonald's like whatever Whack Arnold's McDonald Arnold or whatever. Um, and you know, everything's built vertically over there because there's so, so little real estate. So, uh, she's like in the second story of the, the restaurant and, uh, she notices like, uh, these other girls in her, in her class are there. So she wants to show off, you know, how she looks. She, she does her whole little get up, you know, just looking all weird and kind of torn up and just dumb actually. And she's walking out. She's like, cool. They didn't notice who I was or whatever, or, um, you know, I'm fitting in and as shoot, as soon as she's. <laughs> going downstairs her brother's coming up with uh with his friends you know and and uh he's just looking at her in his head he's like what the fuck is wrong with this girl like well what is she doing so uh his buddies go up or he, him and his buddies he just ignores her he he pretends like he doesn't know her and uh, she walks down and she hears uh her brother's friends you know be like hey did you see that girl and and she thinks like oh my god they noticed me they think i'm hot and then like as they turn the corner they're like yeah she was so freaking ugly <laughs> you know just along those lines and it just kind of shatters her um there's one episode where she's uh the uh she's uh how do you say trying to do what she thinks adults would do so she goes to like their version of the starbucks right and she doesn't know any of the sizes so she <laughs> she orders like the biggest size which is freaking huge compared to her um and i, I forget again I'm, I'm not a big starbucks guy either so i don't know the sizes for the the drinks as well but uh she sees like the you know the small medium large equivalent and she's like what's the g it has to be for gigantic let me get the gigantic size and, and then the person behind the, the, the counter is like oh you want a grande and she's like uh yeah that'll be it and so she ends up <laughs> ends up like paying a shit ton of money for this big ass coffee and then she doesn't like it you know she doesn't like black coffee or whatever she got so she just accidentally dumps like a shit ton of caramel and cream and all this like she just fucks up this drink and drink and you know keeps drinking it because she spent a lot of money on it and you know she's in, in school so she doesn't make a lot um or have a lot so it's like oh, i can't just throw it away um but it, it, it's just it's funny to see this girl again just kind of constantly fighting against her social anxiety because you know as a viewer you're watching and it's comedic to see her fail and whatnot and go through all this stuff but what you don't realize and uh it's actually cool because at the very end of the series one the popular girls one of the popular girls actually wants to be her friend and uh one of her friends is like why like why do you why do you care about this this girl why do you care about tomoko and stuff and it kind of you know in in her responding to her friend also tells the viewer that it's like well every day she tries something new she doesn't give up like it's cool that she's always trying something else out and then to me at least right most people just kind of think of that as a throwaway line but to me it's like you know what it is cool because a lot of people would just give up like a lot of people would just be like all right this didn't work i'm just gonna be relegated to being 
no one or or not having friends and and she you know as much as she has this social anxiety as much as she you know likes to talk crap on all these people she does want to connect and it, it definitely resonates because uh whether you know it or not you know a lot, i have a lot of friends i work hard at you know um making friendships keeping relationships going and stuff and uh i have a, i do have a lot of social anxiety it's really hard you know um especially like outside of work when i'm at work i'm like a superhero i can I can talk to people because it's my job, you know, it's part of my job. Um, but when I'm outside of work, it's I do get a lot of social anxiety, like uh, people hit me up to chill and it's, it's so hard. You know, I, I want to, but also I get nervous. I'm really I'm actually a very shy person as well. And and a lot is what I do is I just, you know, I for lack of a better term, I, I man up. It's like, you know what? You want to make friends. You want to hang out. You want to do this stuff where well, you're going to do it. And sometimes, you know, most of the time I can you know for like a better term force myself to do it and enjoy it and have fun and but sometimes i i can't get out the house i can't get can't get out the car there's been sometimes where you know people will invite me over and i'll drive and i'll get into the parking lot of wherever we're supposed to hang out and i'll just be sitting in my car and i'll be like i just can't do this and i just go back home and uh so again there's times where you know i don't succeed and and to see this girl constantly go at it and and it's so cringy and it's funny and uh you know it's very charming but it's also very uh endearing of her um to constantly you know see her try she doesn't just give up you know i I have a lot of friends who quit you know they don't even try they've tried once or twice and like that's enough you know um so again it's it's a really good it's a really fun anime they only ever did one season for it i think there's only like shoot how many episodes is there it's uh one two three four five six there's 12 episodes (laughs) <laughs> um and, and again the uh the, the list of the episodes are so freaking funny too like the first one is uh since i'm not popular i'll change my image a bit right and uh since i'm not popular i'll see my old friend that's the one i was talking about uh since i'm not popular the weather's bad since i'm not pap- popular i'll have a good dream um since i'm not popular i'll boost my skill so it's just again it's always her trying something you know 12 episodes of her trying stuff since i'm not popular i'll go see fireworks so she's still trying to have a life you know i'll enjoy summer vacation i'll put on airs um summer will end uh second term is starting like again it's her just constantly having hope and uh again it's very very um very endearing very and some at some point uh inspiring um yeah, it's uh yeah, comedy or study of neurosis. So there's been so much uh, reception for it that it's it's mixed and uh I can definitely understand um again kind of having some of this uh this social anxiety. Uh so again, if you guys haven't watched it, check it out. That's that's uh I I think I watched it for the first time like 10 years ago, I want to say. Yeah, it originally ran 2011. So yeah, it's been it's been um Yeah, I went to the anime go no 2013 so almost 10 years nine years ago it was not too long ago um nine years ago is when i watched it and yeah it was it was great like if you guys ever get a chance definitely recommend checking it out it's really fun um but that leads me to something recent and uh in the same line of a kid and dealing with uh mental health issues because you know social anxiety is a mental health issue um even you know just uh awkwardness and stuff in high school it definitely can leave um I mean, it definitely leaves stuff in your head, right? There's a reason why why people have uh, nightmares of being back in high school. Like I just had one the other day where it's like, oh shit, I can't, I can't even remember what classes most I'm supposed to be in. Like it, it's so weird. <laughs> um, but another one that I just recently watched, maybe a week ago, a week or two ago, and and it just got brought to Netflix. So if you guys like how it sounds, uh, definitely recommend checking it out. And it's called uh, Kotaro Lives Alone. 
And uh, the reason why Kotaro lives alone, or Kotaro, is uh, he's a four-year-old kid. In the manga, he's four. I believe in the anime, he's five years old. But he's a young, young, young child. Imagine, imagine a four, even a five-year-old kid, a five-year-old kid leaving, living completely on his own with nobody to care for him. And uh, at first, you're wondering, you know, because uh, they leave breadcrumbs, they, and then eventually they just outright tell you what's going on. Um, but the reason he's living alone is um, his mother died, which you find out later, but she also had mental health problems. She really couldn't look or touch him, you know, or talk to him, like just really couldn't. How do you say uh, love him? You know, I, I don't know if it's, uh, you know, postmodern depression or what it is. You know, there, there, I know there's some kind of like mental disabilities or mental, um, how do you say, uh, like weird mental things where, yeah, mother just doesn't love her kid. Um, and it's, it's very, it's very sad. And then you think, you know, well, what's up with the father? Well, you find out that the father definitely, you know, has his own set of mental problems um, where, yeah, he was abusive to the kid. You know, he would, he would hurt the child and, uh and, and it's rough. It sounds a lot like bipolar or, you know, um, borderline um, mental disorder. And, uh, yeah, the uh, they would – initially they try to have him, like, in group homes or orphanages and stuff, and the dad would just keep finding the kid and just go crazy. So it got to the point where they literally just had to hide him. And, uh, and it's unfortunate, too, because uh, you find out in some of the later episodes – that you know, even though it was there, you know, it was dark and there's lows. There was there was highs, like um, you know that there's uh, and again it's rough because you see this kid and he makes all these connections. Another one of the main characters in the show, his name's uh, here I'll pull it up right now. His name is Shin Karino, and he's the neighbor, and uh, he's a mangaka. He he uh, he's a manga artist and writer. And, uh, you know, he's a slob. He's, you know, his life's not together at all. And then another one of the neighbors, he lives in like these like busted down apartments, like, you know, like low income apartments. And um, another one of the neighbors is uh, Isamu Tamaru. And he's um, he's a Yakuza, you know, like a gang member. You know, he wears like these leopard skin uh, or leopard print um, suits and stuff. And then you have Mizuki Akimoto, um, who lives next door to him. And she's, you know, this young, beautiful woman. And uh, you find out that each of them have their own problems. Like uh, Shinkarano, he had his own problems with his family and stuff. Uh, Tamaru, Isamu Tamaru, he's uh, divorced and he has a kid. And, uh, you know, he deals with the public perception of how he looks and whatnot. Um, that, you know, people look down on him. They think he's a gangster. He's being hassled all the time, even when he's with the kid, right? Even when he's with Kotaro. Um, and then Mizuki Akimoto, the the girl that lives next to him, she works at a host club, right? So she's, you know, pretty much um, almost almost like a prostitute, but not quite. You know, she's not right there. She's just and more like an escort, actually. She's very much like an escort. And you find out that she has her own uh, problems as well with her boyfriend, um, who's very abusive. And same thing, he keeps finding her and, you know, just beating her and stuff. And um, you find out that all these people, he, he's making relations with them. And the more that they interact with him, the more that they... Uh, they kind of understand what's going on um, very early on. He's he. So when he first moves in, he gives the his neighbors all uh, packs of tissues. And, you know, you he he's he to him. Tissues are very important. He's always getting like the highest quality ones. And, you know, they smell good and they're like moisturizing. And he's like, oh, and they taste kind of sweet, which is kind of a weird thing for him to say. Well, uh, Shin Karino, while he's a. Uh, um, cause, uh, Kotaro is always buying these nice tissues. The people at the grocery store, um, 
you know, know him and they know that he's all about the, the fancy tissues. So they're always showing him the new stuff and he, he splurges, you know, he's all, he'll be very frugal with everything, but he splurges on the tissues and, uh, Shin, you know, he's like, Oh, he, he just thinks like, Oh, he just likes nice tissues. Well, while he's working on manga doing art, he's watching TV and there's a reporter, you know, who's going around asking people questions and she asks him like, what's a, uh, you know, asks some stranger, like, what's a fact that, um, people might find weird about, you know, uh, about you. And he basically tells him when he was a kid, he'd be left alone a lot um, by his parents and he'd be so hungry that he'd eat tissues. And uh, and I guess it's a common thing in Japan. Like, you know, uh, it happens a lot, you know, where especially when the kids are neglected, that they just eat whatever they can. And that's what was happening is a uh, coder at one point in his life because his mom couldn't mentally love him, couldn't take care of him. And the dad couldn't either. Again, it's very unfortunate. It's very sad. It's actually very uh, heart wrenching to know that this poor, you know, three four-year-old kid is is starving and having to eat tissues and the reason he likes the higher quality tissues because they taste better like and that's just it's fucking sad um you know so the next time that uh shin sees him he he tells him buy the um buy the cheap tissues it doesn't fucking matter you're not you're not a busy tells him like you're not eating tissues anymore so you don't need them to be good and uh don't worry about that anymore like you have us you have yourself like you you can take care of yourself you know how to cook and all that um or if you need to we can help you out and so he does he buys the cheap ones and that night um he makes like this huge buffet style like um like just this big spread of food and it's like all like again really nice high-end meal and um and his neighbors keep looking in and seeing like, damn, he made a hell of food like and it all looks good. So he's eating all of it. And when they see that, the neighbors are like, hey, can we join you for dinner tomorrow or whatever? And he's like, yeah, sure. Like for, for sure, you know, and, and they show up and they're expecting like this big meal again. And he makes this giant like a stir fry meal that everybody shares, you know, they and um, and everyone's kind of they're kind of disappointed at first. Um they're like, hey, what about that elaborate meal, you know, that you, you, you made yesterday or last night? How come you didn't make that again? And, you know, he's talking to himself basically saying like, well, this is good to share, you know, like well, we can share or whatever. And uh, to, he's talking to himself, like basically saying like, you know, when you have good company, you don't need food to keep you company. So what he was doing, he was making so many different meals because it would keep him company. He had so much options. But when he has, you know, his neighbors, his new family, um, it's it's there to keep him company and he doesn't need to be distracted you know he 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 can share with his with his uh friends his neighbors his family um so again it's very very heartwarming on certain scenes and uh one of the reasons i had gone on this tangent was uh he makes friends with a bunch of different people like at a bunch of different places like uh he notices that his um how do you say his classmates have these bentos you know their lunches and they're all cute they're made really cute so he makes his own food and he went to um like a little convenience store like a little grocery store and he starts asking people for advice, like, hey, do you think this is cute enough? What do you think about this? I need your guys' help. So he gets like four or five strangers, one of them being like an employee there, to help him construct the perfect bentos. And um, so at first he did it himself and he'd show it off. And then, uh, you know, people were like, oh, that's so awesome, you know. And then he hears uh, one of the one of his classmates be like, oh, yeah, my mom helped me with this. And well, now he wants help from someone, you know, to share the experience. And that's why he starts asking these people like, hey, can you cut this for me? You know, or can you do this? Or can you help me show show me how to do this? And uh, again, to him, that's like pretty much like, um, how do you say his uh, surrogate family? You know, he makes his own family. And I, I can definitely, uh, um, 
how do you say, uh, empathize uh, with that and sympathize. Um, I can relate to that a lot because uh, one of my things is I have a great family, huge family, and I love it. But uh, um, my friends, I you know, that, that's the family I pick for myself. So uh, a- anytime that I uh, make a new friend, make a new relationship, it's awesome because, it's, again, it's just increasing my personal family. Um, because, yeah, the, the, there was a point in time where I didn't have friends, right? And uh, so it's, again, I, I can definitely relate with a lot of that. Um, and then, uh, he's known throughout the little town and stuff. Cause he would, uh, what was it? He would offer, um, um, he would offer like umbrella services, um, on rainy days. So he would go around, he has like this, uh, <laughs> he has like this little kid, like play katana. And uh, it's because he, he loves this, uh, anime, you know, um, that deals with some random, like uh samurai dude. I forget what it was called. Uh, uh I'll look it up later if I remember, um, but uh, he walks around with this little toy katana and then he puts an umbrella at the end of it and he offers uh, umbrella sharing services. So he'll walk people to and from the uh, the uh, the train station uh, and uh, to make sure they don't get wet or whatever. And uh, he's always getting his shoulder wet and he keeps telling people like, oh, well, um, you know, a wet shoulder is the mark of a, of a good umbrella, you know, holder or whatever. And then you find out later when, when he, you know, uh, it flashes back. And again, there was good times with his father. He, uh, there was a time where he needed to, uh, or he was sharing an umbrella with his dad and the dad's shoulders getting all wet. And he goes, Oh, you know, he tells him, you know, and he must be younger, like maybe three years old. And, and he tells him like, dad, your, your shoulders getting wet. And he goes, this is a badge of a good umbrella person. You know, it, you're completely dry. And that's cause I love you and I care about you. And I don't mind getting a little wet if it means you're dry. And then in that flashback, it also jumps to a time where he's walking with his mom and he's getting completely wet. Like she's just not paying attention, doesn't care. And it just, again, it shows you that she just, she couldn't love him. She, she couldn't do it. And then, uh, throughout the series, he's trying to get stronger, quote unquote, you know, he wants to be, uh, physically stronger, mentally stronger, emotionally stronger. And it's because he thinks he wasn't strong enough for his dad to stay around like you know because he wasn't strong he couldn't keep the the darkness away is what what he describes it as uh from his dad so uh it's very unfortunate um again a lot a lot of sad stuff um and you see a lot of people just come and go from his life too and and uh i don't want to i don't want to spoil a whole lot because there is a lot of like really heartwarming a lot of really good moments um and a lot of these characters grow like uh the the woman that lives next to him um, after everything with her boyfriend and kind of hearing about what happened with Kodoro and, and his situation, she kind of works up the courage to, you know, stand up for herself, um, which sadly causes her to leave. And then there's a new, a new, uh, tenant that takes her place. Um, I, I forget her name, but, uh, she, um, doesn't like kids, you know, she's just not comfortable around them. So he's helping her kind of get more comfortable. And, uh, when he's showing off his like wares, you know, his, his treasures to everyone, that's where he's, you know, he puts out, uh, the little, the gloves, you know, for the, you know, um, like the sanitary gloves. And, uh, they ask him what's up with the gloves. And he tells her, Oh, this is the only way my mom could touch me. You know, whenever she'd hold me or carry me, she could only do it with gloves on. And the neighbor had the same experience growing up. And she remembers her mom telling the dad, like, I hate her. I can't stand to look at her. Just having to touch her is just, it's hell for me. And, um, she, you know, kind of goes off on her. She's like, you need to throw those away that means your mom didn't, you know, like basically saying like, that's not good to keep around. You don't need that reminder. Like a mother should be able to love her kid and blah, blah, blah. But to him, he, you know, he's getting very sad and defensive because to him, that was a, 
again, the only time those gloves were the only thing that allowed his mom to to pick him up, to touch him, to show him love and affection. So to him, it's a good memory, even though it is bad. So uh, again, if it's, it's such a good series, um, it's awesome to see him make friends as well. And, uh, um, and just to, again, watch this kid grow, you know, this four or five year old kid, it's, it's very tragic, but it's also great. Cause, uh, the one thing I tell people all the time is, uh, it, it sucks when shit happens to you, right? Like, especially with your family, you know, with my father leaving and, uh, you know, I have family going through similar stuff or, um, or not having family, um, you know, maybe, maybe, uh, you never had a father or mother or whatever, you know, they split before you're even born or before you can remember them. And, uh, not everyone's fortunate as, as I, I am, or, you know, some of my people in my family to have so much other people, st- uh, step up, right? Like, uh, I was very fortunate to have the mother that I had to have the, uh, the godparents that I had, you know, and everybody stepped up and they filled, uh, they filled the void and it's, and it's great to uh, have that. And, uh, that's what's great about this, uh, the series is to, um, again, see this kid who, who you sympathize, you know, you, you feel for, and to see that he does have people that care about him. It's not completely tragic. Like it's not just a completely, um, hopeless situation. You know, there is hope there's, um, it's already being you know, shown that he's growing, that, um, that, you know, what he lacks, he's gained more. Um, and, and again, it's, it's a great series. If you have not already watched, I definitely recommend checking it out. It's on Netflix. Most people should be able to watch it. Um, it's called Kodoro lives alone and it's a, it's an awesome series. Um, yeah, I'll, uh, definitely transition to the next gear and for the stuff that I'm looking forward to, I actually decided to pick a couple just cause I haven't watched these movies yet. Right. Um, so I can't talk a whole lot about them. One of them is, uh, hold on a sec. I got a burp. One of them is, uh, it's a new uh, OVA, so it's a new anime movie adaptation of a uh, anime series um, that my buddy Miguel actually introduced me into. It's called. It's a. Uh, they're, they're doing a movie coming up this year for uh, Urasa Yatsura, um, which is uh, she. What does it translate to? Urasa Yatsura. Where is it? Uru. Here it is. But it's, um, one thing that a lot of people, if you know me, I'm a big fan of uh, comedy and uh, romance. You know, I'm a hopeless romantic, but I also like my funnies. Um, but it is a Japanese manga series. Um, it doesn't have a, it does not have a translation that I see. Um, but it revolves around uh, the main character protagonist uh, is Aturo Moroboshi. And then the alien Lum and uh, a lot of you who are, you know, familiar with uh, anime or manga or whatever have seen her around. She's a classic because the uh, the manga itself actually came out uh, late 70s. So it's been around for a while. But uh, Lum is the girl. She wears like a, a tiger print bikini and then she has like these little horns. Um, and uh, it was just a really funny anime where uh, this kid uh, in the anime when I was watching it. um it starts off with these aliens invade and they invade, uh, they land in like a suburban neighborhood that happens to be, uh, Ataru's, uh, neighborhood. And they basically tell him like, Hey, we're going to play these, uh, these little kid games, you know, to him, they're little kid games, but to them, they're like, I guess competition. And, uh, they tell him like, if you win, we won't invade your planet. 
so he's like, oh, okay, the 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 <laughs> the, the fate of the world rests in my on my shoulders. Uh, so he ends up winning. You know, I think it was like a race or tag or whatever. It says it, the the synopsis for the movie is saying that it's tag, but I can't remember if it was a race or a a series of a bunch of little kid games. Um, but he ends up winning. And uh, they're like, all right, cool. You know, there's peace between us because you're going to marry my daughter now. And he's like, wait, what? Like, <laughs> and, the, and the funny thing is, is um, uh, Ataru, you know, he, he's, uh, I think, middle school, like middle school age. And he's just this horny little teenager. And, uh, you know, he's always trying to, you know, uh, just do very uh, naughty stuff with girls, for lack of a better term. And uh, once he gets engaged with, uh, with Lum, like he wants you know, he, he's all horny for everyone, but her, like he kind of like, oh, cause she, she wants to be with him and stuff. You know, that, that's his fiance has, you know, his betrothed. Um, so she wants to be with him, but it's one of those like, well, I don't want you like, uh, <laughs> I don't want to be locked down. Um, but it, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's really very charming, very endearing. And I, I'm excited to see like, uh, the movie for it. Cause it, it sounds like they're just kind of do, redoing the series as a movie, which will be fun. Uh, again, I, I've been a bit, big fan of Lum. I always like, um, how do you say like the early anime girls like it's very um a little bit more simpler sometimes uh really cool really cute designs um but yeah i'm, I'm excited i'm excited to see what they do with it because it was a very charming anime i I've, i vaguely remember because it's been a while um it's probably been five six years since my buddy miguel sh- told me about it and i watched um i watched it um but that, that's one of the ones that i'm looking forward to that's going to be a ova coming out soon so a, a original video animation and then another one, again, in the same vein of uh, a rom-com, is called um, A Couple of Cuckoos. And, uh, or in, was it A Couple of Cuckoos, Japanese, it's uh, Cuckoo's, Cuckoo's Fiance. And it was a Japanese manga adapted. Um, the idea for it is uh, Nagi Umino. Uh, he's a 17-year-old second-year high school student um, who learns that he is not the biological child of the family that raised him. So, uh, he, he, again, he, he's been switched at birth. So on his way to meet his biological family, he meets this girl, Erica Amano. And it's funny because the name spelled just like my sister, actually E R I K A, um, very unique way of spelling Erica actually. Um, but she's a popular internet celebrity. Um, so like almost like a a influencer and she's trying to escape an arranged marriage. So she wants him to pretend to be her boyfriend while she meets her parents. He gets roped into that. They end up finding out that her parents are actually his biological parents and the way that the family wants to remedy this is they want to arrange the marriage so she was trying to get away from you know abuse him as a how do you say um uh reason they can't get married is oh he's she's in love with you know they're both in love they can't be in this arranged marriage and uh it turns out that uh, you know that he's the one that, that she was supposed to be uh <laughs> marrying actually and uh that, that's how they want to remedy the situation is like um if you guys just get married, then we'll all be a family and then it doesn't matter. So what they do is they um, uh, they're made to live in a house owned by uh, Erica's family. And, you know, I'm, I'm assuming uh, typical like romantic stuff's going to ensue. Um, but I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to it. I might actually go back and uh, and read the uh, the manga just to kind of get a refresher on it because it, de- it definitely looks fun. It looks very charming. Um, yeah, it was just a one shot before it got serialized. So, yeah, if, if you guys haven't already uh looked into it definitely look into a couple of cuckoos as well um because that'll be a fun anime uh movie coming out um but that's kind of it right now for the uh the stuff i'm looking forward to um after i watch those i'll hopefully be doing a a follow-up at some point in the future um on a single episode by myself uh but yeah other than that if you guys have any questions you guys always know you know uh 
Hooligan Squad Discord, uh, Weaving Words Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, um, and Twitter. Um, and yeah, if you have any uh, suggestions um, on to make the show better, any you know change in format or anything I should add, uh, just let me know. Like uh, I'm always open to discussion, open to you know uh, suggestions. If there's any uh, hosts that you want to see come back, because I know there's a lot of them that do want to come back, let me know. Um, we'll figure it out. But yeah, other than that, have a good one. Thanks for giving me a listen and uh, adios. Goodbye.